Hey everyone. Welcome to the Squad Pod. Here's your host, my dad, Troy Dog. Alright people, welcome to another episode of the Squad Pod. It's the first show of 2024. I'm your host, Troy Dog, as always. Uh, this is my pod. No one else is going to host it. So, you have me forever. I hope. Until I get cancelled. Anyway... Uh, first show of 2024, we've got Anaheim one this weekend. I'm super excited about it, but you know what else I'm super excited about? My guests today, you know, if you read on the info and that's why you're listening, I'm sure, but, uh, it's Marshall Welton. It's uh, gizmo mods, rock river racing backed, Troy dog verb backed, uh, squad backed, everything backed Marshall Welton. And, uh, we're, we're going to dive into his 2023 how it didn't go to his plan. Um, talks about riding for HEP. Talks about getting hurt. And then talks about joining the squad for a real rebuilding year. So it's going to be going to be a good show. Uh, look forward to talking to Marsh. It's been a little bit. And uh, we, we get into it. So get an update from Marshall Welton later on. But first, I wanted to see if you guys have uh, read up on vermoto.com lately. Like, it's a new year, new us, same us, but, like, we're, we stepped it up a lot. Um, we should be your number one website to check every day. And if it's not, like, what are you doing with your life? Like, we have everything you need for Anaheim 1. We have team previews. I've, I've taken it upon myself to write a team preview on every, th- every team in the pits. Like, there's a few I still have to get to. And it's going to come down to deadline. But these things take a while for me. Um, I think I've done 19 or 20 so far. And I have two left to get to before A1. And then a couple East Coast teams that I'm going to get to. But yeah, man, it, it, it takes a while. I, I, I go, who's in, who's out? Uh, what's new? What to expect? Projections? I just dive into the whole thing. So it's something that I spend a lot of time on, and it's really fun to read, I, I think. Um, yeah, just if you need to know what, what team previews you got, check it out, fermoto.com. If you click on one, it takes a link. There's a link to the bottom to every single team I've done. So that's kind of fun to read. And then um, this week I also wrote, well, I do my weekly Troy Dogs Takes. It's my uh, opinion piece sponsored by Yamaha. This week I did a piece on Dylan Walsh and how he's probably the most underrated 250 rider coming into the season. Yeah, Dylan Walsh with the uh, host Grindstone Kawasaki team heading into A1. Read up on that. Um, We also have a really cool guest. I don't know if it's guest. I don't know if he's going to do it full time. But we have a new person doing power rankings with Slaw and I, and I'm sure Ginger Dog will join in, my lovely wife. But we have a guest joining us this week. I'm hoping it lasts forever. You're never going to guess it. I mean, and I'm sure by the time this pod's out, you'll know. But a regional 250 SX champ is going to be giving us their power rankings because he laughs at, he said my name, which I didn't think he even knew who I was. He laughs at mine and Slaw's picks, and he wanted in on it, and I couldn't believe it. And he wrote, he wrote for it too, 
And so Color Me Shock 2024 is off to a crazy start. Uh, yeah, so tune in for that on Instagram and on the website as well. That's super cool. I can't wait to, to show everybody what we've been working on. Um, and then I do a column called Five Things. It's usually posted on Mondays. This week I did it on the media press conference that happened this week. The esteemed members of the media were invited by Feld and NBC to talk storylines. And it was a really fun press conference to attend. Uh, Ricky Carmichael, Lee Diffie, Jason Thomas, Jason Wygant. Um, it, it was the hosted by uh, Sean Brennan who we all go to for questions and, and p- passes and everything. He's the director of, of media over there. So um, it, w- it was a cool event I-, I attended, and I learned more than five things, but for my column, I, I stuck to five things because it's not 12 things, you know? So that's over there on Verb this week too. And uh, without, I mean, just, you have to go in and check out all of our pieces that we write. It's fun. It's something different. They're short. You don't have to read like 35 minutes worth of words. It's just fun pieces that we think you'll enjoy. And uh, we spend a lot of time on those. So give us the clicks. 2024 is off to a banger start. And you know what else is going to be coming up very soon? Our shred tours are going to be starting back up. And to kick off the Shred Tour event, we have partnered with our buddy Jace McAlpine with Gypsy Tales, and he is going to be doing the Gypsy Tales 500 on March 9th. And what is the Gypsy Tales 500? Well, it's fun riding your dirt bike, but it's at Mesquite MX, Saturday, March 9th, 2024. It's a Fundurance race for the Weekend Warrior. It's one lap moto track, six miles of off-road, up to four rider relay, or you can just, you know, go John Tomac or whatever and, and go full solo. Uh, the teams that make the most laps will win. It seems like a really fun race. I don't know if I'm going to it yet. I might be. But that's March 9th at Mesquite MX, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And then after that, right after that, is the 2024 Verb Moto, World Mini, at the same track, Mesquite. We love Mesquite. It's a great track. There's Starbucks, golf golf course by it, and um, the World Mini is happening April 4th through 7th. And last year was our first time uh, putting on the event. It was very successful, and this year's going to be bigger and better. So the event schedule's up there on the World Mini tab on the website. We've got pricing in there. Class list and registration is open. It's just a good time. We have a lot of good things planned for World Mini. And 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 back in the day, it was a staple amateur race, you know? And we're really trying to bring that back. Like, obviously, it's not the, the old track. But we're making new memories at a very, very pristine facility. And I'm probably going to be at that one. I, I don't see myself not going to that. So I'm going to World Mini this year, I think. April 4th through 7th, you're going to, and so are all your friends and your, your family. Just ask, tell them all to be there because uh, you need a Vermoto t-shirt for your collection, and we've got a lot of them. So come and buy all of our t-shirts if you don't race. So some good events coming up this year. We've got great content. We've stepped up our game. We've got pods. Speaking of pods, this is number one. Um, 
I can't say number one for for all of the pods combined, but we did get the number one spot for most listened to pod of the year with our Dean Wilson pod. Thank you everybody for listening. I'm going to take a bow on that. The other spots were held by winners take y'all big fan of Kevin Kelly. And the fact that I beat him on a list is just crushing his soul inside. I hold the record and he's, he's just so not happy with it. He just, he cannot believe it right now that a first time podcaster holds the record. Suck it, Kevin. We won. We are the champions, at least for 2023. But you can't take it away from me. I'm going to get a trophy made up, and I'm going to send it to you. And I'm going to write my name on it, Squad Pod, and you can just have it, man. Like, I'm just I'm just going to keep it at your house. It's my trophy, but you keep it at your house, bro. Squad Pod, number one. Thanks to you guys for listening. It's, it's super cool. Uh, I'm so proud of that. Because I, I didn't know that you know, I could carry a pod, especially right now. I don't even know if I can still, but we're doing it. So a lot of good things in 2024 are coming. I have a big announcement to make in a couple weeks. Very exciting life change for me. Um, I can't release it yet because I'm still in the transition period, but soon you'll know. And uh, I can't, can't wait to share it with y'all. So Let's uh, let's get this Marshall Welton interview. It's enough of me babbling. So we're we're gonna do an update with Marsh here, and I will check you guys on the other side. Marsh dog, what's up, bro? What's happening? I usually do an intro, and I'm tired of doing intros because everyone else does intros. And I mean, you see it in the you see it in the bio. You know who it is. You know you know who you are. You know who I am. Exactly. This is like episode 28 of the squad pod, so they should know by now. I want to join the squad. Make it on the squad. Yeah, do you want to talk about that right away? Yeah, let's do it. So, like, we were texting each other a couple months ago, and I was like, hey, man, do you want to join? And you're like, yeah, like, what is it? You didn't even know what it was. I don't know. I just get lost in my own world sometimes. I, I, yeah. I don't blame you, but you've had to have known a little bit of what it was. Oh, I definitely know what it was. I just didn't know if you guys had like a, you know, like a direction, or if it was just like a squad, or you know, just like what's going on with it. And so I was kind of skidding load on that. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> we do. We do have a direction though, and that, you know, after I explained it to you, you were like, "Yeah, why not? Let's try it." So you are now Marsh Dog. Marsh Dog. You like you like the name? I'm trying to think of the first person to call me that. I think it was Darian Sinai. Oh at wow! Club in 2013. So it's been a thing, Marsh Dog. Yeah, Marsh Dog's been a while, been around for a while. No, it might have been McAdoo actually, but I don't know. McAdoo probably calls me at the heaviest. Every time I see him, I mean, I don't see him that often, even though we live about two minutes from each other. Um, we like had a good spree of training in like 20. 20- 13 to 2015 where we just hammered each other on bicycles and then he got way faster than me but he would always go marsh dog <laughs> so obnoxiously loud out of the blue in public so yeah <laughs> every time you see me you were, you were destined then for this yeah marsh dog marsh dog with a big with a big w in the dog marsh dog marsh dog yeah well we'll have to 
get him on a vlog or something to explain because apparently he made the nickname up. I think I think he did, yeah. But it, it was McAdoo for sure. Or was it Sinai? Not that matters. I mean, I I couldn't even tell you. I would say it's probably Darian. Dude, I I haven't seen him in a long time. I'm gonna check. Have to check in with him. He's been keeping it super low key too. He's happily married now. Wow. And has a few houses in Southern California. Rents out some rooms. He's a mortgage loan officer. Doing his thing. Wow. Yeah, he was uh, one of those Team Green guys that didn't really have a place to go when he turned pro. Yeah, he found a place in Europe. He did. Yeah. Place did well for himself. That's good. Good to hear. He's doing good. But you, you know, you got kind of a a rebuild year coming up. Um, You've come off. Okay, so you texted me over when your injury happened. You said it was ACL and both meniscus. Yeah. Both? Twice. Twice. So Yeah, lateral and medial meniscus, both four. Oh, okay. And both uh and then that ACL. So just had to deal with that. The second time that I didn't tear both meniscus, it was just uh um ACL. And I think I did my medial meniscus, but um, yeah, I mean, that's just what the surgeon says. I don't even know what goes on in the knee, really. I, I try and understand, but it's such a complex unit, you know? Yeah, yeah, which knee was it? Uh, the right knee. Okay. Still, still kind of dealing with some pain with it. Um, you know, I've been doing my own, like, PT with that knees over toe program. Like, I've, I've probably been doing that for two days a week for the past three months, and I noticed some things, but honestly, when I finish it off the day of Supercross, it's like kind of limping into the van. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, thing sucks. So still dealing with some pain, but you're, you know, you're riding east. So you expecting to, you know, feel a little better in a couple months or you think it's just something you have to deal with? Um, you know, I, I'm really not expecting to feel better. It's at six right now. And if it's not better by now, I, I feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but I, I'm just going to have to run with it and, be a little more aware of my recovery and my you know just wellness of my knee and be a little careful when I have to so just gotta deal with it so 2023 wasn't the year you you wanted um you know had the ride with hep you know ride the 250 indoors you were gonna do you did 450 outdoors um just just kind of wasn't what you wanted heading into it so what was it? Um, just what, what? What did you have to go through this year, and and what do you think of it as a whole? Yeah, I haven't really talked about my last year that much, but uh, I mean, coming into Supercross, I had a good three weeks of prep last year. Um, and I was being off for three and a half months from my first surgery, and then definitely didn't light the world on fire. Had a couple of decent finishes, a couple eleventh, but. Um, the 11th is, I say decent because 11th is, was my PR from the year before. So I, you know, matched that twice, but also I was, um, just not quite, you know, like consistent enough and confident in my riding to, to get good results in SX and come outdoors. They actually pulled me for the last round. They said, no, nah, we don't, we don't want you to race East versus West. And then I, I just ended up getting ready for outdoors and, then that also 
I had a great prep coming into it. I ended up moving from Fresno back down to Southern California. And I felt pretty confident coming into first round. Like, speed was really good. And I, I just kind of shit the bed with mistakes. With uh, I crashed, like, three times. Me and Freddie got into a, like, dumb collision out of nowhere. And I, I stuffed a turn, and he was right behind me. I ended up, he ended up slamming me into the banners and like that i mean it just racing it was all my fault and then that just spiral effect for that race and then that hangtown finally got a good start in my second moto first moto crashed out again went from last to like 14th or 15th i think and then second moto finally got a great start and a uh, kid just absolutely rent all the way across the track at one of the 180 u-turns at the top and sent me into the water lane, landed on my head, DNF. So there's just nothing really to show for it for the start of the first two rounds. And then Colorado, I it sounds like a whole pile of excuses. I'm not even, you know, it's just just kind of what I dealt with. But I got 11th the first moto and second moto. I also got 11th, but halfway through the second moto, I tore my ACL um, right before the finish line, just didn't even – um, touched the ground. I had my feet on the pegs and my foot just, my toe caught a little rut on the inside of one of the turns and opened up my knee. And then I, I like, I, I heard it, I felt it. And it's weird because over the sound of, it was right next to the finish line. So the announcer was going off. Garrett Marchbanks was behind me and he was like a rev limiter. And I was, you know, out of all that noise, I still heard my knee go. And I'm like, nuts. I just knew right away. And I ended up just letting Garrett go. And I still tried to finish the moto. I was thinking, like, well, this is probably the end of my job with HEP at this point because things hadn't gone super great. And I was, like, doing the math in my head. I'm like, and I've got a surgery coming up. So better toughen up and finish this moto, motherfucker. So, mm. like, I need to, need to pay for it. And, uh, and I just finished. I finished up the moto and sat down around the whole track and still got eleven. And it took me all the way until the off season and coming into now. So I, definitely, like you're saying, I, it wasn't it wasn't a great year. And uh, I uh, hopefully can rebound this year and show myself a little more, have more of a year like Grant had last year, and make some progress. Squad member Grant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys. Um... You guys made me laugh too because the first time I put you guys in a group message, you were like, "Dude, I'm sorry for taking you out or whatever." In the LCQ like five years ago or something. But... Uh, I know we just had to clear the air. You know, you can't let the elephant in the room just sit there. You guys are teammates too now, which is cool. And uh, yeah. you know, Gizmo Mods, Rock River Racing—they're stepping up with some title sponsors, and it uh, looks like a good program this year. Yeah, I'm excited to work with uh, Bobby and Mike and the whole team. Um, I haven't really been in much actual contact with him, just all over the phone because I've been out in California. But hopefully, I'll get in touch with him here. Come Anaheim one, we'll uh, kind of get you know things just more face to face and make it legit. But uh, you know, I've I've met all of them before, and I know Bobby from before too. Bobby's always been great to me, but um, just you know, excited to kind of get a little more personal with, with everything. Yeah, big team this year too. Um, you're gonna be doing two fifty. Yeah, huge team for sure. Yeah, you're gonna have two fifty, you know, SX, and then you're going four fifty outdoors. So that 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 suits you anyway. 
I think, yeah, I mean, it just doesn't make sense for me to ride 250 outdoors. I, I definitely feel I'm a, a better 450 rider outdoors. And uh, I, for some reason, I, I don't know, it's just something about a 250 on the outdoor track. She don't work for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I've been actually full time on the 450 on Supercross this past two weeks. That's what I started on. And like, like you're saying, I, the 250 indoors, 450 outdoors, because that 450 is a whole other beast on the on the SX track. I give those guys so much credit because you blip that throttle, it sends you an extra 10 feet right into the next jump face, <laughs> and it is like in the whoops. It's you better be strong because there's no just like being chill. That thing is it's a monster. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. And it's a, I mean, it'll be a good change. Like, look, the HEP team's great. Like, you've had. They they stepped up and you got the fill and ride and then you earned the full year. You, you know you get the show, what you wanted to. You did have your personal best, like you said, but man, it was just like, okay, I come around to Indy, your smiles, you're happy, you're chilling, and then I come around at Nashville and you're like in and out. You're kind of a ghost, and it was like stuff doesn't seem right here. So I, I kind of left you alone that day, but it was like, I, I don't really have much of a definition for that. It just you know a lot of things happened. But... Yeah you know, personally and through the team that day. And it was, uh, it was not a great day for me with everything. And, um, okay. definitely sent me into a spiral. And after Nashville, that's when they benched me into Salt Lake. And then I started to prep for outdoors. And then I moved from Fresno down here to Southern California. So a lot of changes happened right after Nashville it was a definitely turning point for me. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know any of that. And I didn't even want to mess with the eyes. It's like, Hey man, like, I just want to like come up, shake your hand, like say like, just make sure you're good. But oh, thank yeah. you. No, no yeah. worries. Sorry uh, if I was in a bad mood. It just was a it was a rough rough day. No, I I, I realized that. I didn't want to like linger around. Like, hey man, like you know, how's your day? Because it clearly you were going through something. So that that was just something I saw from afar, and I'm like, man, like going into outdoors i had really high hopes and it had the and internet. i had such high hopes too i really thought i was like even with riding with other riders here i'm like this could be a really good year for me and mm-hmm. um just man i don't know <laughs> like i said it just like little things it's not like i was slow i just couldn't put all the pieces together and uh yeah like at Paula, like i did so many laps there and then i show up and don't even make a single top 10 and you know i come from last so 15th but I don't, even, I don't remember my finishes but you know it was like not good I'm like man this was just really bummer so yeah no it's good i mean this will be, will be a way for you to show you know fresh start um you've you've shown that you can do top 10 and 450 class outdoors you know red uh-huh. but uh just uh you've been kind of laying low so just wanted to get the little story on you you've been working with tickle is that that's new right uh not necessarily working with him. He's been uh, full time with Jason Anderson and test riding. He uh, he still does train some riders on the side, but I uh, I've been kind of doing my own thing with training. Uh, he he advises me sometimes if I have questions. He's very smart on the physical side, and even the riding side, I kind of pick his brain with training load, with you know just lap count for what day and what track where we're riding and everything. But uh, it's been kind of just on my own. The budget's been a lot tighter than previous years is trying to make things work. Um, I've had to, you know, I have to come up with a few expenses to go racing this year. So 
I've been coaching on the side full time. Uh, I've been at the track like the past other uh, past 24 days. I've been at the track 21 between. Um, and I did like 16 days in a row before Christmas. I took two days off for Christmas, but uh, yeah, between coaching, me training, and then the days when it rained, I'd, I went to the hills for a few days and had some fun. So it's been nonstop grind with with everything, and I, I feel good. It's just, uh, you know, I think the efficiency side of SX when you need to learn to relax instead of be tense around the entire track is trying to just get into that mode. Yeah, I wasn't aware of the the training that you're doing. So you actually coach, um, is it just like local racers, or what do you do there? Yeah, uh, just I, I coach kids in California that, you know, they need lessons, amateur kids in 85s to B riders, C riders, A riders, whoever, whoever wants to have some tips. I do little group sessions at the, at the local tracks like Paula and Paris and Elsinore. If I can get some kids together to make a group then uh we've just been hammering it out i actually kind of got it from caleb tenant he caleb i lived with caleb for eight months before when i like first signed with tap i, I forget that you're like 2023 2022 i think i lived with him and yeah he and he has uh He's from South Africa, so when he goes home to South Africa or he takes trips to go do schools or camps, he's got his own clientele here in California, and he, you know, he says, you know, we kind of work a deal with each other, and I give him a small percentage of uh, what I use for coaching, you know, like what I make off his clients, and then he just hands me his clients, and at the end, then we kind of switch it out, and when Caleb's back, then, yeah, I just let him do his thing with his clients, and when he's gone, I'm like, kind of hit them all up and hey do you guys like to, to work together and trying to find ways to make a little extra money you know yeah you got to do what you got to do and that that sounds like it's going pretty successful like it, if you've been at the track that many days like you've got some clientele yeah you can definitely make make enough to be comfortable off of it and it's cool because it's, it's like you're at the track for four hours and you're still studying your trade and it's not like you're working out some like you know fast food restaurant or something dumb to make you know 50 bucks at least it feels like you're you're helping somebody and i it's rewarding when it you know it's very frustrating but also very rewarding and yeah. uh you know you can make decent money with it too pretty quick so there's definitely a market for it but it's, the market is pretty saturated here there's a lot of a lot of good coaches out here that you know offer offer services so um, I, I do believe in having a good coach, so I, I hire a coach myself. So I think it's a good move. Yeah, no, you, you, it seems like you got a really good uh, setup out there with that. And then, like I said, you can go to the hills and free ride when when it rains or whatnot. And it just seems like you really put your head down this off season and just just been working. So that's it's cool to see, you know. Keep the work boots laced. It's what we like to do. <laughs> you know, I I get it from my father. He's he's the hardest worker I've ever met. So. I feel like unless I'm even coming close to what he's doing, I'm not doing enough. Dude, my dad's like that too. Like, and he just he's retired. Not, he's got screwless. And it's like, dude, he worked 80 hours a week, and I'm like doing 40 or whatever. And then I'm like, I'm not doing enough. No, literally, my dad's the same way. He'll do an 80 all day long. Up at 5:30, out the door at 6:15 at the job site by by sunrise, and work until 
eight, nine o'clock, like four or five days a week, you know, like not even one day. It's, it's pretty consecutive. He's putting in those hours. So I wish he could have some help, a little hired man. I, I feel like he's a, he does insulation, so he's all by himself all the time. But um, just struggles finding people that want to work those hours with him. True. That generation is built different, no doubt about it. Yeah, he's built for tough. <laughs> right. No, man, it's cool because you're you're a veteran. I'm gonna call you a veteran if that's cool. Like you are. Uh, I don't think of that, but I'm definitely a few years in now. That's crazy that you think I'm a veteran. <laughs> Dude, you turned pro in like 2015. Yeah, I did. Sure did. I didn't even look that up. I just know because I remember doing like interviews with you when I worked for Racer X and Pulp and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, dude, I, it's 2024. If you haven't realized, I mean, that's not that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's almost kind of the game. I wasn't racing pro at in 2015. Actually, I did a couple pro races in 2015. I did three pro races. See, I know. Yeah. did Ironman uh, Utah and Reno Dilla, I think. But it, the the road hasn't been easy for you. You've literally grinded. You you went to Canada. You've um, just made it work, no matter what. And that's what I like about you because no matter what, you've always been racing. No matter what life threw at you, uh, race is race, man. If you want to race, you you better find a way. And I try to never play the pity card because it's like I've always tried to find a way for no matter what. You know, like if if I have to go coach, if I have to go live out of my van, if I have to do whatever I have to, you know, live in Fresno. If I got to do whatever it takes, like I'm there, you know, like if, if that's all I got to do to race, I'm going to do whatever it takes. <laughs> a crafty veteran. <laughs> I don't know about crafty. I'm more of like a bulldog. Okay. Yeah, you are a dog. That's for sure. Yeah, more dogs. More dog. Hey, should we bring back Troy Dog Welton this year? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> What do we think? Is that are you gonna are you gonna come to A one and just wear wear an old kit? I should. I, funny. I mean, I took wear a picture. Everybody's with... gear with a helmet, like wear someone's helmet too. Good see. Did you yeah, see the photo there. on Instagram that surfaced? No, I didn't. Where I took a photo of people thinking I was you. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I knew that's what you're talking about. They were legit, like Marshall House of Trump. Funny because I uh, I've had my friend Jason Norwood living with me from Michigan. He's a uh, he's gonna race Loretta's this year, but he's 25 and just races for fun. Um, and he's been staying with me, just be my riding buddy. But I let him use all my old gear because I have quite an abundance of it. And he's like, I'll run it. Let's take, let's go. And uh, like, he'll pull up to the track and everybody's always like waving at him saying what's up. And he just waves right back and acts like he's in the <laughs> <laughs> so think funny. it's you, yeah. Just... Well, I mean, if he's going to Loretta's, he's probably pretty fast. So, I mean. No, he's, he's actually a super good rider. He's, uh, he's going to go for 450C, I think. And he's never made it to Loretta's. You know, he's, he, he definitely started a beginner and now he's not a beginner. You know, he's running with guys who race the A class now. So I think he's, he could be like something, you know, if he stays with riding, you know, he's been riding like in California four days a week. So he's, he's on it right now. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to head back to Michigan to the cold. So there's going to be a, a lapse in time, but if he can get back to riding full time in Michigan in the spring and keep at it, then I think he could do something pretty, 
pretty special at Loretta's in the C class. Hey, dude, C class is no joke. Uh, McGrath did it, and look at him, you know. So, I think it, it'll be pretty rad. Hopefully, uh, can stay healthy and make it work. Jay's the man. That is that is a cool deal. That yeah, you guys have you talked about him a little bit too. That's that's cool. You yeah, guys got that going. Yeah, on. he uh, just been riding buddies and helps me out with whatever I need, and I help him with whatever I can help him with, and just a couple dudes trying to ride our dirt bikes. That's what life's about. That's right. But yeah, we'll bring it back. I mean, it was pretty successful, and I was walking around the pits with with Nikes on and your gear. Like I looked like such a goon, but I, it was it was awesome. You know. Dude, who else is going to do that, though? No one. No, I mean, why not you? Be the guy. You're speechless. You don't even know what happens still. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one ever is going to do that. No. But that's verb, dude. That You know that. That's what we were all about. Actually, at the test track, uh, there's uh, a couple policemen that came and watched yesterday, and I told them that I live with Brock and they, uh, well, they asked where I live and I said in King Hills and they asked like my house. So I said, yeah, we're practical there. And like, no way. My wife loves him. Do you think you can get a Jersey for me? I was like, yeah, I can probably do, do that. And then he goes, Oh, she wants to wear it around at Supercross. I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> Dude, I, I didn't. Okay. Like I, hard, right? <laughs> that, I know it's a bad look, but I, at least I had your pants on too. You know, yeah. <laughs> I had the, the full kit. I was going to get the boots. Well, but... Full pants on makes it way better. It really does. You can tell it's for fun, man. But... Dude, I... like, whoa, all right. <laughs> you be cool with that? When I went through the, the line and Kenny looked at me, he was like, what in the world? He didn't even want to talk to me. He had no, he had nothing for me. <laughs> What's going on here? He's like, this dude is not right. So I was like, you know. But I ended up being a good luck charm because he won that night. So maybe I was the reason. Yeah, maybe you should start wearing Kenny's around, see if you get a set of his. Maybe. Maybe we'll just go back and, I don't know. It, it's it's T-Dog Welton. Yeah. To the top you. of the power rankings, you know. He's not on the squad. He's not cool enough. <laughs> He's not. This is a very exclusive deal, and you know that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He wouldn't get it. It's, it's too exclusive. Exactly. We have big yeah, plans. Like something if you know, you know. And, you know, I... Only the people that know, know. So, it's tough, you know? It is tough. Yeah. We need to get you, your stickers sent out so you're official. And some, some, I don't know. Budget's pretty low this year, but I was going to send you like a beanie hat or something. We'll get, we'll get you dialed in. Yeah, I'd wear a beanie. Yeah, we'll get you dialed in. We'll get you on. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to get you on the pod and I haven't, we haven't been able to lock this down. You're very elusive. So. I mean, it's not that I'm elusive. Like I said, I just been grinding in this time change. It's been uh, not that rad for for that. But I uh, like wake up at six thirty. I'm doing my coffee now, and then I'm heading to the track in like forty five minutes. Track till two thirty gym, and then by the time I get my bike work and whatever needs I need to go to the dealership or training, it's like five thirty six, and then it's like seven eight o'clock your time. And it's kind of hard to. Always fit it in, you know? Dude, it is rough. You're, like, texting me at, like, one last night. I'm like, I'm sleeping, dude. I didn't even get it till this morning. So I'm like, 
yeah california to east coast i'm glad we got it in though because i was like no way like we never even texted it was late and i'm like we didn't even confirm and i'm like he's gonna forget and i'm i'm gonna wake up late and be in a rush and i'm like we're gonna miss it again because we only rescheduled like six times i'm like i never i never forget i want you to know that i never forget i I forget everything i just knew it was gonna happen and it it was gonna be fine i wish i didn't forget i wish i had that quality i think that's like my number one thing if i could have like a superpower is to have photographic memory and never forget anything because that is so frustrating when you just can't remember what's going on i agree i'm with you on that i do forget a lot yeah people want to fly and all that stuff i'm like if i could just remember everything i've ever learned i'd be mint i'd be chilling we'd be good we'd be all set we wouldn't need all these lists you know and, and spreadsheets but yeah you know what can Actually, we do or if I could retain all the information that I hear, that would be great too. Because sometimes I need to hear it like seven, eight times till it goes through my thick skull. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you're on the Troy Dog Squad. You're on the Elite Athlete Program. That's all you need to know. Like, just remember that. That's all I need. That's all you need. And we're we're racing off that. We have a plan. Vital sponsor. <laughs> Dude, put me in there. I know you can't because Gizmo mods. Had a Gizmo, yeah. But put me after or something. I don't know. Just right in between Rock River. The more we work together, the the more successful it'll be. Right. So that's what the goal is. So yeah. we'll, we'll get a plan in place, and people know you already. So it's not like you're like out of nowhere. But we're gonna have a good year. Yeah, yeah dude. You said I'm a veteran. <laughs> Super crafty veteran. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not crafty. Yeah, crafty, crafty veteran, Marshall Welton. All right, man. That's really all I got. I just wanted to touch base, and I mean, you can be on the pod as much as you want. It's part of the perks. Sounds good. No intro, no outro. So no. I'll see you later. All right, dude. See ya. <laughs> all right, we'll see you. Bye. Bye. All right. You gotta love Marshall Welton. I mean, it's uh, it's cool. Like he's coming back. He's not a veteran. <laughs> I texted him after I did the interview, and he was like. Dude, I, I don't like that. Like, I'm not old. He's like Brayton and all them guys. Chiz, they're all the old guys. I'm not old yet. I was like, okay, fine. When you're over 30, then you're a veteran. So he's he's getting close. So, yeah, I'll, I'll cool it on the veteran talk. But Marsha is a good sport. And maybe we will bring back Troy Dog Welton, put on his race uh, kit, and just walk around with people and fans and just see who thinks that I'm Marsh. Maybe not. Maybe not. Anyway, um, I want to give a big thanks this week to Bird Dog and Chili Dog West for giving me a platform to do what I do. Um, I really want to give a special thanks to Chase Stallow because um, he's always looked out for me throughout, I don't know, what is this journey? A 12-year journey in the motocross community? Um, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm like Wall Street. I'm not leaving. But he's also had my back, um, helped me at Racer X. He helped me at Pulp. Um, just just always there. Helped me up here on this platform with Verb. So I owe a lot to Chase Stallo and just thank you guys for everything. This is great. I want to thank you guys for listening, making 2023 successful, for supporting the squad of athletes that I have established. Thank you for everything. Thanks to Ginger Dog, my wonderful wife, for being so supportive of me. 
Thanks to Bub Dog and Duke Dog for that awesome intro and just being the greatest kids ever. Thanks to Boots Dog for pumping up the squad pod for no reason. Thanks to CMXR Dog for being a homie. Thanks to Marshall Welton for being a guest. Thank you guys again. And I will be back next week with some huge news. See ya.